Chickens Podcast. It is your boy Artie Fifty Million. We got Evan and Yusin yeah. today in the studio. Oh my God, we have so much to talk about. Um, first of all, some house cleaning notes. What did you guys think of Clarice's podcast? That thing has been booming. So, if you want to follow her, show your support on Instagram. That's the way to follow her. Again, tip link is always available for anything. If you guys want to do shoutouts or anything like that, we'll read We will read them live on the show. Other than that. Let's start with getting to know Yusin because we haven't we we've been trying to get you on here for a while. Appreciate that. I've been trying to get on for a minute. Yeah, and we finally okay. First of all, where are you from? Where are you where are you going? Social security number. Roll it off. Got you. I'm uh <laughs> <laughs> digits on the back of your credit card. Yeah, all yeah, that. I like it, so, man. Start from the top. I'm um so I'm Yusin. I'm from Bermuda. Um, I am here in Minnesota through some connections I made on up with people. Yep. Just here to work on music. Up and with people is art. a foundation that uh, helps. I believe spread the word of music, isn't it? Yeah. So up with people is a nonprofit organization, um, and they don't really do this as much anymore. But what they did for a while mm-hmm. was send a group of young people to tour around the world right. and we would do a mixture of volunteering and performance right um, so during the week we would volunteer uh, in the community and on the weekends we'd have an awesome musical show and then we'd also stay with host families and travel across different continents and countries and it was really really dope uh, was there a nice balance between being able to perform and do community service or were there like some uh, places in the different cities where you're like oh wait we get to do a week solid of community service and then go to the next city and then we get to perform more I it or, depended on the week but it also it depended on like what you did in the show okay. so there were certain cast members who like if they could sing a lot better mm-hmm. um, during the week instead of volunteering they might go to do acoustic promotion for the show okay um, so it all depends like what different songs you sing mm-hmm. and and like your level of, of performance and all of that as so to how much you did. It was more of a collab, right? Like yeah. Like artists getting together, but you got the cause was to provide music to places that didn't have wealth or didn't... Well, the cause was just to use our music to spread a good message. We went okay. to places that varied in terms of wealth. Like, mm-hmm. there were some cities we stopped in that were just rich white neighborhoods, and then yep. there were some cities we stopped in which, like, had an earthquake a few years before and things <laughs> like that. Pompeii. Um, yeah. And so it, the, <laughs> the idea was to spread... Um, use our music as like a, a vessel of change. We had songs about climate change. We had mm-hmm. songs about the refugee crisis. Um, Damn. And all sorts of things. Well, what's the, that's what's up, man. Yeah, it's um, cool. And yeah, so uh, I got introduced through you seen through uh, through the band. I believe we were having our band practice, and then you just showed up one day. Like, yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I pulled up. I got off the plane. I met Evan. We went camping. It was yep. very, very like... <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Quick shit. <laughs> I definitely remember being extremely loud that first night yeah. when, uh, when yeah. we were at the campsite. For sure. Rolled up and woke up all the little kids and, <laughs> <laughs> and old people at the, yeah. at the camp. Now, we have a lot of stories to catch up on. For now, I will just give a, you know, open up the show real quick and we're going to get into it, man. Let's run it. We have so, much, so many things to talk about. So for right now, let's uh, let's get right in. Let's see this okay, guy right here. This home. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that shit 
<laughs> all right, you see, first of all, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what has been your the most fun experience you've had here in Minnesota? That was one of them. Shit. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm glad I could talk. <laughs> um, I think honestly, the nature in Minnesota is really? completely different. So I'm I'm from Bermuda, um, mm. and I also have heritage in Morocco, and like the nature here is completely different. It's also currently fall, right. so everything's changing color. Um, there was another weekend when I went camping with Evan, and we explored a waterfall and a river, and right. that was probably no. My I was there too. Experience. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I, sorry, well, I forgot our tour. <laughs> I always get left out in the dust. Anywho's, <laughs> that was probably my favorite experience so far. The like, waterfall. The right. waterfall. It was incredible because we don't have anything like that in Bermuda. And I believe I think you showed me a couple of pictures. You have on your Instagram pictures of Bermuda, right? I have some like if you like search they're kind of buried. I have right. if you find photos of Bermuda online, like you'll see like pink beaches mm -hmm. and really bright blue ocean and all sorts of flora and fauna, but it all like kind of looks the same. We were camping in this spot where like you could walk five minutes and the scenery right. would change a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, incredible. Which we're kind of dabbed in the middle of Minnesota, but for you, Evan, what has been your favorite experience with this guy? Favorite uh. moment. Let's see. I think some of the best moments have been being able to improvise while I play on the piano and he's rapping on rapping some bars. Yeah. There was one <laughs> was especially good, good moment uh, last uh, Sunday, a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. Stayed up after um, a band practice and it was a lot of fun to be able to play this honky-tonk piano and just... Yeah. Talk about Graham's shower. Yeah, all sorts of like really important <laughs> shit. Like <laughs> we covered some good topics. Yeah, absolutely. And then you were rooming with Graham this entire time. Yeah. All right. Um, How was highs, that done? Yeah, exactly. Highs and lows. What do you think? Um, it's been very interesting. Graham is, uh, for those who don't know, he plays in a band that we're all a part of, yep. Elite Bullshit. Um, he was on the podcast. He was on the podcast. Awesome. So Graham is one of the most talented musicians I know. And something that a lot of people don't see is mm. how much practice he puts in. Uh -huh. And so you definitely like if you live at Graham's house, like step out of the shower to like some blasting guitar chords oh, yeah. and then like wake up to some blasting guitar chords. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a lot of music all the time, but it's been incredible to be surrounded by that much music. And also like Graham and I exist in two completely separate spheres of music. Like right. I rap and I do a lot of vocals and a lot of like improvisational things with my voice. Yeah. And he's fully immersed into instrumentation and mm. a lot of music theory and things like that. Yeah. Um, so it's been really interesting to have these conversations and, and view this general thing, music, which we all love mm -hmm. and see how it hits different people differently. Absolutely. And then you were also living with Aaron. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss... Aaron got my I'm whole heart. That, yeah. Aaron's most of the reason that I am in Minnesota right now. Right. Um, he the main is, plug. Dude, as soon as I met him, like, super special connection. He has that ability with people, honestly. Like, the, the minute you meet this guy, and he's he's very genuine and very nice, like we were talking about before. Like, just Aaron is pure-hearted soul. Yeah. Pure-hearted soul. And, and then, like, 
also of the connections I made on up with people, my connection with Aaron was one of the strongest. Oh yeah, it was actually incredible to be able to visit here when Aaron and Melina were both here because mm-hmm. I also really connected with Melina. Oh yeah, and Graham, and so it was super unlikely that the four of us would end up in the same place again. And the fact that we made it work was really special. Yeah. That is very cool to see. Yeah, Melina is such a beautiful, beautiful energy as well. Yeah, and when we had her on the podcast, like it was funny. Like my first time meeting her. I had no idea what I was in for, you know? Like, if I had time, like, what you guys did, like, actually got, like, a little bit more time to spend with her, yeah. She's really cool outside of, like, everything, you know? She's dope yeah. on her own. Incredible. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that you guys were able to do it again. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's been really weird on this kind of, like, up with people round two mission. Mm-hmm. It's been, like, it's been intense because I'm chilling and like I'm with Aaron and Graham and Melina and we're making music all the time so I get right back into it then I meet people like Evan and like you and Uh Monkey and like new people who I've never met before right so it's like my brain is in up with people mode and then Mm -hmm. I'm like shit there's other people here too right fuck (laughs) (laughs) for sure man there's other people out of the the sphere yeah Yeah. (laughs) now besides that man like food wise Ooh, as now I know I know you just a little bit now. I I've, every time you've come into the studio, we left a little bit stronger bond, honestly, with each other. It's been a good bond. Like even just today, we were we were working on a on your scenes. Like a, I was doing some studio work with your scene, and like we, I, I mean, I don't know much of rap rap stuff. Like I I listen to mainly like indie kind of rock kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you really opened my eyes to like the potential the rap has and like basically exploring my, a different side of my mind to that kind of stuff and we made something pretty far today we made some incredible shit some pretty thing which uh hopefully i can work on the back end and get it released but dude just honestly the things that you were able to provide for me like i couldn't get that from anybody else so i just want to say my part thank I you i greatly appreciate that yeah. rap is consistently one of the, the other day i was doing some some general vandalism writing on a bench in minnesota mm-hmm. as one does um, um, and i wrote down hip hop is the ruler of the world uh, crown on my head jewels in my curls mm-hmm. cuz rap just has this power that is just so different when i i was telling Arturo about this today when i started performing i started um, the first art form I ever entered was stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And that's all about being able to talk effectively. And what rap does is it takes being able to talk effectively and it just jet fuels that process. Yeah. Um, and so being able to be creative and then freestyling is... It, it's it's like sparring and boxing. Like It's super challenging, but when you do it right, it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. Would you elaborate on uh, your first experiences with stand-up comedy? Like, uh, did you carry sure. through with that, or did it uh, kind of fizzle and die out? What oh, was it like? it fully fizzled and died out. Like, I was yeah. like eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just recently tried it. it it's yeah. daunting. Like, it's fun, but... I, so, my dad was always, like, really, really funny, and one of the funniest people that I knew. He ran this creative arts charity called mm-hmm. Chewstick. Um, and Chewstick provided a stage for whatever for okay. musicians for rappers for poets like a talent show kind of thing kind of they would have open mic nights where anyone Perfect. could roll up and, and just show what they wanted that's what's and um i can't remember how it's oh my dad had this story he would tell mm. about this girl who lost all of her arms and like you're finding these arms and legs and you're picking them up and then you see her and you drop them all in front of her and you uh-huh. go pull yourself together <laughs> And it's a suit. Yeah, dad jokes. (laughs) It was a super long story, but I remember one day I was at this open mic event and I went on stage and I told it. 
and I got a good reaction. Yeah. And then I just kept trying to find that. So I would write different skits about school or just what I was dealing with in life. Yeah. You know, like jokes and laughter is consistently the most important thing to me, even above rap. Yeah. Like, the feeling of, of making people laugh, mm-hmm. there's nothing like it. Right. And then that transition into rap where now you just want your your lyrics or the the sentences you were writing started to become something more, do you think? Or the influence the music influenced you after? I that? think the music influenced me. I remember like so I was doing comedy for a while mm-hmm. and then my school caught wind of it and they wanted me to start hosting their talent shows. Uh-huh. But performing for random adults is completely different from performing for your school. Oh yeah. So I bombed. <laughs> like I, it was trash. It no. was disgusting. I bombed too. And that's yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah, like it sucks. And I want to kill myself. <laughs> it was some whack ass shit. I lost all the clout I had built up yeah. over the school year. Like gone in a, mem- in a moment. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with comedy. <laughs> and then about like two or three years later um, was when Apple Music came out. Yeah. So I got my Apple Music membership. And I started listening to rap. And this is around when Kendrick dropped to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Kendrick dropped to Pimp a Butterfly and Dr. Dre dropped his third album, Compton. Yep. And those two albums just did some crazy shit to my mind. And by the way, in terms of like getting into like rap at that time those are probably one of the best two examples yeah those are real like to pimp a butterfly won like 11 grammys yeah or some shit it was amazing incredible and they like broke my mind open but Mm -hmm. i was always like i like rap i'm not a rapper Mm -hmm. for a very long time until i got to high school and then i was like yo i can like do some shit with this like you started experimenting with like just like singing along for most rap songs but then you started making your own beats is that how it happened i i just like i always had um a gift for rhyming and we had to do this school project <laughs> um in environmental science <laughs> like okay. yo this volcano is yo! popping this volcano it was is rhyming. Like, <laughs> get it hit it was like it's yo. about to explode bitch <laughs> <laughs> Very similar shit. Like, I think I was rapping about nitrogen and the nitrogen cycle. And he was like, you can present this information however you want to. And I started writing a rap to it. And I was like, yo, this is really good. And then I went on up with people. Mm -hmm. And I met Nick, a really close homie of mine, who was the best freestyler Right. Like rap freestyler. Isn't that I, crazy I when you meet someone that that who can just freestyle like crazy and just like, dude, how do you do that? Yo, how do you do that shit? I have this video of Nick on the bus on like the second day of Up With People mm-hmm. and he spit for like five minutes straight. And it was the I, it was so dope that like I finished it and I immediately sent it to my dad. I was like, you got to look at this shit. Mm. Look at who I just met. Daddy, look who I found. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> also, I found a new daddy. Yeah. yeah. You're fired. <laughs> my, my dad was also super influential in my hip hop journey because mm. like he dabbled in rap in his own performances. And also he was a DJ. Oh no shit! Yeah, so I would. Dude, listen your dad to did a lot of things. Yo, my dad, incredible. But yeah. I would listen to him like mixing in all of these different rap songs mm-hmm. and be like, "This is fire." So when I got into hip hop, we got into hip hop together, and we were able to explore oh. things like Kendrick Lamar. Like I remember listening to his albums and talking about it with my dad. All I have to say is my dad was big in this process, but right. Nick was super helpful in this process. Right. Um, because I would sit next to him on the bus mm-hmm. for like three months straight. And we had like an hour and a half bus ride in the morning and an right. hour and a half in the evening. And we would just rap 
the entire time. And it was super great because Nick was a way better rapper than right. me. But way it pushed better. you, right? It pushed you to exactly. want to get to that level, right? And it, it, it taught me the ins and outs of freestyling. And then mm -hmm. the bus is too small for us to have our own section. So it taught me the ins and outs of freestyling with an audience okay. and seeing what people would like as well. And uh, really, really helpful. Nick is consistently one of the most important parts of me rapping. Hell yeah. I bet that was quite uh, an experience to like learn, especially in front of an audience, to consistently do that. And I think that's very important as a developing uh, musician or artist to be able to do things in front of people. I was yeah. always of the mindset like, oh no, I can't perform without like being completely ready or whatever, mm -hmm. this and that. So I'll always go by myself. But it's like incredible to be able to, in my own experiences in recent times, performing, playing, and uh, doing very, uh, what is it called? Uh, very in the moment kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Improvising. Around, and improvising around people. Very important. And so that was influential and. Super influential yeah. because I would like rap something and then. The person who was sitting in front of me would either turn around mm -hmm. and be like, yo, that's fire, or they would keep looking forward. And so the goal was to have them turn around and stay turned. And in order to do that, you had to be more impressive than whatever was in their phone. Oh, yeah. On the spot, too. Yeah. This is a hard thing to do. It was very difficult. The first few months of it was me using, like, the same bars over just like, and over. Just like, shut up! Yeah. Like, <laughs> it would just, sleep! It would be like, yo, we're on the bus. Rapping is a must. Like, just... <laughs> Over and over till I figured out something new, but it it was really, really, really helpful. Um, Dope, man. Because it was just this chrysalis where I had just me and Nick, mm -hmm. um, and Nick was the only person I needed to impress because yeah. the people sitting next to me couldn't rap anyway. No, so. I see. It's always good to find a rival, like at least a healthy rival. For me, it's always been um, literally uh, from from high school. It was. Um, my my friend Lee, who could just draw anime like crazy, mm. like uh, anime inspired like you know Japanese um, kind of drawings, and it always inspired me to chase that of like how can I be on that level, and that to me having a rival like a healthy rival, I'm like dude I want to be a rival, and he's like sure man, well, yeah. whatever you want, and I'm like I want to beat you one day, I have yeah, dreams. and he's like whatever man, that's <laughs> it's it, cool. no, that's exactly what it felt like. Oh, it was the like best, man. I, I'm I'm gonna outwrap you one day, like yeah. I'm gonna get there and. You're going to be embarrassed, and then we're going to hug afterwards, and it's going to be incredible. It's not until they feel that push of like, oh, God, this is real now. Right, yeah. Now I'm going to try. <laughs> now it's, I'm going to try. And then I got back to Bermuda, and I had this experience with someone else. I had a really good friend of mine, um, Kai Rishi on Instagram, incredible model, incredible um, photo photographer, stylist, all of that. Anything mm -hmm. with photos kills it. But... He was a really good friend of mine for a period of time. And during that period of time, I had just gotten home from up with people and I needed someone to rap with. So I taught him how to rap. And then he started being able to compete with me. Wait, is and he the it, one that you showed me that sample the other day? No, no that's my something. friend Has, but he Has was one of the people from this creative arts charity. Mm. That was another big introduction to rap was there are all sorts of kids flowing through this creative arts charity charity has Case, one of the most insane rappers in the world, mm -hmm. Aisha, who were on levels that during the time where I was like, I don't really think I'm ever going to be a rapper, mm -hmm. they would still be inspiring me. Yeah. And it, it was some crazy shit. And then going back to what you were talking about, about performing in front of an audience, mm -hmm. that's all open mic was. Yeah. And luckily, everyone in the audience 
tended to also be an artist. Right. So it was a, a beautiful space to practice those things. That is wonderful. Yeah. Especially it, to be surrounded by people that are artists and like understand what it's like to be up there or be almost inexperienced for those that are experienced and not just, um, I don't know, I wouldn't say just people who aren't in the scene. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. very more judgmental and negative, I would say. Yeah. Than artists who understand. Pessimistic. Yeah. Not, and and that's a lot of like what True Stick was. Mm-hmm. Um, True Stick was a space for quote unquote those who understand. Not everyone was an artist, but they were all there to carry and protect the same energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Being able to learn about hip hop in a space like that was incredible. They had this thing called Chew Slam, which was this poetry group group that they trained, mm-hmm. and it was all like high school kids to kids who were just out of high school. Okay, and they trained and did these poetry events, and then they flew out to a poetry competition. Damn, and killed the shit, and people were like, where, "Bermuda, where's that?" Yeah, and they destroyed the game. Right. And is this a thing that we could find somewhere? Or? I'm sure that we could. My dad will hate it if we find this. So oh, after yeah. this podcast, <laughs> after we this will. Podcast, oh my we god! Something there's like that. videos of my father performing his own rap on hey, YouTube. Hey, it's some okay. scary shit. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, man. Well, let's move on to this because I know we got some other stuff to talk about. So let's check out this one. Butter ragu. Dip that thing in now. No. Dip it. Dip it. Dip it. What the? F- <laughs> That's what drinkers do. Now this combo smack. I gotta try that. <laughs> I understand. Holy shit! <laughs> she said the combo. Wait, she said the combo was smack. You never did something like that? I said that's what drinking milk looks like to me. That shit is disgusting. You don't drink milk, bro? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You're you and Gilbert, man. All right, <laughs> section two. <laughs> Let's have a discussion about milk drinking real quick. This is not what I plan to do today. <laughs> In Bermuda. When we talk about Americans, yeah. the, the myth that is America, yeah. people be like, yeah, they're just out there fucking watching cartoons and drinking, drinking milk, milk, drinking yep. milk like every day. Yep. And I was like, no way. And then I landed in Minnesota and I just saw someone casually just yeah. pour a glass of milk. By the way, it's mainly Americans. For me, yeah, it, was it like, is. I mean, like for me, it was more like I was, uh, I was my first girlfriend. They like they would make spaghetti like you know spaghetti meatballs like you normally would, and then they give me like a glass of milk. I'm like, I why? Yeah. Like I I don't understand what the purpose of this was. Like give me I I was a uh, I grew up drinking soda like drinking a soda with the meal. Mm-hmm. Recently now it's water with a meal. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like soda in a meal, not milk and a meal. I didn't understand that milk and cereal for sure. You know what I mean? Dude, the other night I was at Kevin's house. <laughs> He drank three glasses of milk in one Kevin? hour. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, he drank three glasses you of milk. You were like, yo, you get another glass, and he's just like, <laughs> pouring down his face. And then we were about to leave, and he was like, one second, I have to do something. And he got a fourth fucking glass of milk. Like, like I thought he was grabbing his keys or some but shit. I understand that, because like when I first saw him, I'm like, what is the point of this? What are you guys doing this? Because you don't do that. At least I don't think you do that. I used to, but when why? I was really young. Why was the point of that? It was just because milk tasted good. It did. But like 2% skin whole? I have no idea. The blue red cap? Just chug like, it. I'm go- I was, was good with any milk. Like, what milk color was the cap? It tasted all the it? same. Okay, so it didn't matter. matter what milk it was. It tasted the same. Didn't matter. People were like, oh, you want like 2% whole milk? Like, give me some milk, I, bro. I, just like my dick, I don't feel shit. <laughs> 
Oh, have we gotten into these conversations? Yeah, well, you got you heard it here first, folks. So uh, you know, you know how it goes. And in any case, um, Jesus Christ. Okay, so milk. Yeah. Okay, so that's one of the things that always like it polarized me. But in terms of like, you never made like nachos with cheese and put it in a microwave kind of stuff. Like your own home inventions that you were like, this is fire, dude. What do you got? I absurd home inventions. Yeah. Not just ones that turned out well, but yeah. like. Oh, like Rancid some crazy Yeah, like shit. butter and ragu. You know I, I, let me think. Crazy ass home inventions that I made. My dad would make like an entire breakfast burrito uh-huh. and then put a banana in it. Wait. Yeah. Start over. <laughs> I'm talking ketchup, mayonnaise, cheese, eggs, bacon, peppers. In a, so he rolled it up? And, no, no, he'd like put the banana in it and then roll it up. He's like... And then that would, and you would like chop it up with a knife and be like, mm, "This is gonna be some good shit for breakfast." Was it good? It was delicious. You had it. So you, it was very good. So Sorry, you had it. So you, so you know it. You know what it is, bro. So that's not crazy. It's better than you think. He dude. knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Eggs, cheese, mayonnaise, ketchup, and a banana. What? <laughs> what the fuck? It sounds like you just put that shit in a blender and just hit blend, Ew. and then you just drink that shit. Like, what is this? That would probably be nasty, but the the banana breakfast burrito is a is what a win. What the hell? I mean, I would I, have them separately, but together, I don't know, man. I used to just fry bologna, bro. Like that Dude, was my shit. Post divorce, my dad was like, "All right, I'm gonna show you how to cook." But we were broke. So it was so like, <laughs> like, here's mac and cheese. Here's the toast. Yeah. Dude, figure it out. <laughs> I will never forget. How like I was like, why is my dad getting excited for hot dog day two? <laughs> <laughs> He's like rolling this shit up. He's and like, Yo, you. dude, Oscar Mayer Wiener. Hot dog is not steak. We good today? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So life was different back then. Okay. Life was serious. I mean, like, like not not to get super deep, but yeah. my parents got divorced around eight. Okay. And uh, I still lived with my mom, and in fact, I've lived with my mom recently and shit, but me and my dad always had a super special connection. Okay. And as much as the divorce part of it sucked, being able to hang out and just live with my dad solo mm-hmm. was fire. And it was actually, we got so used to each other that when he got his first like post-divorce girlfriend, she was like, this place is a fucking mess. And we were like, uh, what are you ex- excuse about? me? <laughs> excuse me? You're gonna insult our clothes pile like that, ma'am. <laughs> like, that shit is organized with yes and yes. Yeah, it just like, goes. This one doesn't smell yet. Yeah, exactly. it's fine. Yeah. It's just a gradient from not smelly to smelly. And <laughs> oh my god. Just gotta choose the right shit. But like, it was really dope. Like me and my dad are super close. No, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> hearing that bologna st- or the the frying the banana instead of burrito. I'm telling you, man. That's breakfast nuts. burrito with some banana in it. Damn. Was that, there anything else like that? Like on that level? Just like bananas and peanuts. My dad likes bananas. Was there just, was there just <laughs> like, like a banana, banana tree in the back? Like, is that what it was? Onion and, onion and banana juice. Ooh. What? Yeah. Oh, you gotta <laughs> blow his mind. Is this something that you've done? <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I've tried them. A while back, but I don't remember quite. It's very like distinct, but also if you remember in Avatar, there's like yep. the yeah. last ap- last episode of the second season. He yep. goes to the guru and to he's like, chakra. "Yep, uh, banana, banana and onion soup or like juice yeah. or whatever." Onion mm. juice. That's some good stuff. I'd be into my smoothies and shit, but I I don't be doing all that. Damn, I do like a banana zucchini ginger. Wait. That's fire. <laughs> Damn, that's that's nuts, man. I I mean, I never really thought of that. Like the craziest thing, like I said, just. Uh, frying bologna and like making like you know cheese on my my own uh, nachos. That's it. 
That was the craziest thing. That was the craziest done? thing I've ever done. Understand. And I ate it rat one time, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't count. I was waiting for it. I feel like everyone has like those those little stories. I don't stories. think I really like, have anything that's that insane. Love for you, Evan. I put monster energy in my pasta and fucked it over. Yeah. Oh. Well, he made a video about that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, you could put it in the description. It's fucked. Isn't it? Yeah. I, and so you'll thing. see me in the in the very end credits or like whatever you call it, just me sitting on the stairs eating banana because it was so bad I had to throw it out. And your your idea was that if you put monster energy inside the spaghetti or as outside, like to make it grow faster, it'll taste better. That was like a part of the skit, but then also like when I recooked the pasta mm -hmm. and ended up putting together in the pot, like put my other ingredients, put the oils and the peanuts and mix in other shit. I then was like, oh brilliant idea that's a monster energy holy Destroyed. shit yeah. that was it tanked from like maybe a an 80 out of like a hundred of taste down to a Jesus. sub zero that was not pleasant I can't, I, I can't believe I forgot about that shit that's crazy I had it was like mixing peanut oil and monster energy just doesn't work <laughs> Who would have thought? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad you told me because I was going to go home and do that for dinner. So. Please do not. <laughs> no. But if you Definitely do, not. just know that make another meal. Yeah. <laughs> make another meal. Just be prepared for that. Uh, all right, guys. It's going to be the time. So we got. We still got like plenty of time. But let's uh, let's keep on rolling with this. Let's see what we got here. Hey, boys. Your dessert's ready. Well, she heard. She said it. Dessert is ready. Woo! Whipped cream. <laughs> is that too much for you? I'm sorry. I, was just, I wasn't. I'm personally not prepared to clean it up. I don't know about the rest of y'all. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is freshly squeezed. Bro. You're right. It's prime whipped cream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, man. That shit looks clean. Okay. Besides that, man. Favorite restaurant you've been to here in Minnesota? Favorite restaurant Came back here to in Minnesota. Top. Shit that made you go like, this is yummy. This is yummy. And you can't say Canes. Because everybody loves Canes. Fuck. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me rethink. Now, uh, as as rich as I look in person, I have not done a lot of restaurant growing. I'm not a very wealthy man. Uh -huh. But I will say that it's just something about McDonald's. Really? Yeah. There's no McDonald's in Bermuda? There's no McDonald's in Bermuda. That's why it's something about McDonald's. Because yeah. it's like a special thing for me. That makes sense. Like, oh. That it, makes more sense. And, and and there was one day while I was here where we got McDonald's and I got halfway through it and I was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> but Why are we doing this why are we to doing ourselves? This only going to end bad, man. Yeah, don't but, look at yourself like that. But I was like, it's okay, you seem you'd be going for your runs, you'd be drinking your smoothies. Yeah, eat this McDonald's, but yeah, you earned it. And, and then you and I went to this Mexican place at yeah. my first night meeting you. That was which incredible. was not my favorite rest Mexican restaurant. There's a better one, but that was the only one that was open that late. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. You had <gasps> Mexican tapas that night. I did. Good. Wait, I have I have established it. Keys Cafe. What? Keys Cafe was fucking incredible. What the heck is that? Keys Cafe. Do you know? Have you not been to Keys Cafe? We passed it today, and I was like, dude, that's Keys. Like, apparently, it's we shit. don't hang out enough, so no. Apparently not. All right, Evan. What is this? And on our own hanging out journey, how was Keys? <laughs> Phenomenal. I, Wait, uh, explain what the food had, is and your experience, yeah. Um, normally, in my 
life growing up with Keys, it's always been a breakfast place. Okay. But recently, getting to uh, hang out with band people, um, it would be like sometimes an evening, rarely an evening, normally like the next day gig, but yeah. regardless, hanging out with you guys, um, sometimes, like we went to Keys once and uh, they also have dinners. Like it's it's full full meal like breakfast lunch and dinner kind of like a Perkins situation yeah in a way it was they don't stay up as late but regardless they have massive dinners and they're basically it feels like a home cooked it it is a home cooked meal it feels is it family owned right um I think we're kind of like one of those not hole in the wall but it's just kind of like this not commercial it's kind of commercialized Mm. but it was at one point there was this very I don't know enough history about it it Mm. was so good like. I sat down. Evan put me onto the pecan rolls, which is like a cinnamon roll, but it's like pecan pie. It's mm, okay. like good shit. And then I can't remember what I ordered, but at some point they brought out all the food. Uh-huh. And I turned to my left. This is in the middle of August. Yeah. And Evan had a full Christmas dinner on his plate. Yeah. Turkey, mashed potatoes, my boy eats. fucking stuffing. No, no, no. This ain't even about eating. I was like, you can order Christmas dinner outside oh, of Christmas? Yeah. Blew I didn't know my mind. So Keys Cafe takes my win. So Keys Cafe has like <laughs> seasonal meals or like generally kind of that kind of stuff, right? Um, not necessarily. Like they just have that Christmas dinner. <laughs> I love how you can describe I love this it. Christmas dinner. Like you in America, that shit's like it's a normal day to day shit. That's just day to day shit, bro. Nah. In Bermuda, it's like. Is that was that what you're gonna get? Like Bermuda's like a special day at Christmas. Like this is when we turn up. Right? I mean, for turkey and stuffing, yeah. We don't have a Thanksgiving because we didn't. There were no people to murder. When I we thought you we were to gonna Bermuda. say like there's no turkeys down. Nah, there just <laughs> weren't native Bermudians, so we don't have a Thanksgiving. But we fuck hard on Christmas. <laughs> we go hard yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you watch your profile. Children watch this show, I'm man. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm scared. I'm going flop. <laughs> going back to that. Uh, yeah, we gotta go to Key someday. I'm, I'm now intrigued. Yes, it's, it's got him of, turned. I want to. I want to try it. I, I would also. Say I like that food. Honorable mention is is Perkins. Those those mozzarella sticks <laughs> deliciously and stealing them from other people's yeah. tables is quite exhilarating. When they're not looking, it's the best. Experience. It makes them taste better. <laughs> it does. So like, like real I quick, grabbed it. We went to Perkins as a group, all three of us and yeah. Aaron and fucking. Waitress, like a group had left the table next to yes. us. Noticed that there were three mozzarella sticks left on the table. Mm-hmm. After much deliberation, I took one for the team and I leaned over and I grabbed the mozzarella sticks. As you should. Little did I, like two seconds later, some dude in a suit came up to our table and was just like, is one of you Miller? Yeah. And we were all too focused on the mozzarella sticks to realize that he was trying to help us because he found Aaron's wallet. Yeah. <laughs> now, I put that together. We talked about it in one of our podcasts. I put all that together. If I didn't, like, casually look at what he was doing, put it all together, like, as he left, I saw the wallet from him, hanging from his thing. And I'm like, isn't Aaron's last name Miller? I still haven't got a thank you by him. But I got his, yeah, I was like, dude, I think that he got your wallet. And then he did, and then boom, there it is. Very, very lucky. Very lucky. We were very worried about those mozzarella sticks. We thought dude was coming up to our table to kick us out. Jenny Miller. Bro, yeah, you did you eat those mozzarella sticks? Too many mozzarella sticks. Yeah. You look like you stole some mozzarella sticks. Get out of my Perkins. Dude has been sitting behind the security camera all day just waiting for a moment like this. He's like, this is my moment to shine. Yeah. They took some mozzarella sticks. I want to kick these people out. Yeah. I'm going to get promoted. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to the top. I'm going to the top. <laughs> 
Hell yeah, man. Well, first of all, um, yeah, I'm glad everything worked out and we didn't get kicked out. Eric got his walls back. I still haven't gotten a thank you. Moving on. <laughs> We're going on to the next one because we got much more things to talk about in such a short amount of time. I can never look at this the song anymore uh, the same. Uh, yeah, I will not see that song ever the same way. I've been, by the way, I Agreed. have been saving this for the longest time. I'm glad. I keep forgetting to play it. That okay, that has scarred me. Yeah, but in a great way. Sweet I can't child. wait to look at you while you're playing, sweet child. Yeah. <laughs> Start helping some polls. For those of you guys who don't know, in the band of EBS, Elite Bullshit, uh, the last encore song of the band is Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Indeed. We, we got to turn up for that. And by the way, yeah, we're all just gearing up for this last show we got going on this Friday, which is going to be uh, the week from this Friday is going to be Yusin's last day. This is basically what we're wrapping up to. Yeah. What, um, what are you feeling, man? We got one last week here. Damn, I did not expect to be answering that. Um, well, you better. You got four minutes, bro. <laughs> so when I flew out here, I had just gone through some tumultuous things in my friend group. I had just quit my job. Um, actually, I had quit my job, and then my job was like, but you're on schedule for next week, right? Yeah. And so, like, I'd quit my job, like, but nah, I was still I working there. And, like... Okay. Yeah, it was Ghost just... Ghost hours so, is what we call them. Yeah, so much was happening in Bermuda mm -hmm. that I just... I needed to get out. Um, I tried to come to Minnesota in May of 2021. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it didn't work out because of timing and money. And uh, so I came out here, booked my ticket on September 11th. I flew out. And I landed, and I got off the plane, and I saw Aaron, and I was like, hey, Aaron, should I move to Minnesota? And he was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the best way Aaron could. Yeah. yeah. And uh, here we are about two, three weeks after when yeah. I was planning to leave. Yeah. So I have to go and sort out some family things in Canada, mm -hmm. but like... This has been every minute the experience I need it to be. I've done a lot of spiritual growth. Yeah. I've done a lot of growth as a musician, as a as an artist, and definitely as a person. Dude, that's what's up. I didn't and that's what's so crazy because it all happened. I feel like it felt like you just got here and now yeah. you're just about to go. That yeah. to me is crazy. I mean, we still got one more week and we got this last show that we're about to do all together, which is gonna be insane. Absolutely. But but I'm wow. super glad to hear that you've had such a great experience and we're able to stay longer than anticipated. It's it's been a pleasure having you and being able to be part of your life. Thanks, man. Same to you. Like it I've made some truly like incredible connections. And yeah. so I'm sad that I'm leaving, but it's not totally done yet because I'm hoping to come back for Thanksgiving. Um, which I'm very excited for. I know it's one of the most American of holidays. Yeah. So we're gonna eat you. Yeah. Yo. Eating turkey. <laughs> I knew I was gonna get get out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, you and Floof going down, bro. <laughs> no, Floof. Yo, spare the Floof. <laughs> Floof has been the MVP of this trip as well. I, I brought yeah. my teddy bear Floof out here. He has been. Truly incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Floof is, uh, it's his teddy bear. It's the one, hey, I'll put a video real quick. 
And there it is. It's a little food teddy bear just chilling out. Chilling and relaxing in you know, cool. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, dude. Um, besides that, what are you going to miss the most? Until you come back, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man. McDonald's. McDonald's. McDonald's yeah. is actually the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Have you uh, ever had a Happy Meal? You know what that is? I think I had one, like, as a kid when I came to the States. But, mm -hmm. like, we need to do that before I leave. We, we can do that tonight. Oh, my God. You I need to get a Fred Flintstone as like a little action figure <laughs> <laughs> with some apples, you know? What yes. am I going to miss the most? Yeah, man. Um, I think that living with Aaron is something that I was not expecting to do in my life. It seems that, a very special thing, just that. Yeah, it, it, it's not something I was expecting to do that I'm very happy I did because I've always... Like, I always knew if I made it as a musician, Aaron would be, like, the first person I call mm -hmm. to come work on music with me. Right. So being able to work on music with him and, and live with him has been truly incredible. And mm -hmm. I also think being surrounded by these incredible artists has been really, really amazing. Like, yeah. I, I found a, a solid, beautiful group of friends out here. And, yeah. And definitely friends that I'll carry for the rest of my life. So that's been... Yeah, a, man. I mean, even after you leave, we're working on shit together still. Yeah. Oh, I'm producing airwaves. a couple of your signs, and I already made a couple other ones here that we will definitely post. And I'll obviously keep you guys updated, and I'll drop them whenever they get dropped, and obviously whenever that happens. But for sure... It's not the end for us still. Oh, like it's not a goodbye. Not I, that's not the way I see it. I was like, oh, band. You. Like we can't just stop now. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. So for me, it's like, yeah, I'll see. I'll see you like in another month, and I'll see you for sure by next year when you come back and stay for a little bit longer, so we can actually work on music together and get more shit done because we have a lot of stuff to do. We have a lot to do. We yeah. really do. And I, I, so yeah, I think that the the biggest things I'm, I'll miss, like the the people that come to mind, like mm -hmm. it. It, it's been a really special experience. Yeah, man. Like, you, Aaron, and Monkey are going to be, like, extra, extra hard for me. I love you, Arturo. Yeah, yeah. I love you so much. And, like, this, I appreciate, thank this you. whole group is yeah. going to be hard to leave. No, man. I, I care a lot about it. you. Yeah. And just trying to get you going with this. I mean, trying to get you financially independent with just you're making your own music and stuff. is going to be a journey in and of itself. Mm -hmm. We still have so much more to do. So, uh, final thoughts before I roll this last clip. Chicken. Yeah. Two, sure. two of them. Holy shit. Chicken chest. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, with that, uh, guys, just follow you seen. I have his Instagram. It will be obviously in the description below. I'll let you know when this episode releases. So, you Lovely know, we'll, we'll get all this shit going out. But thank you guys for watching. I'm going to roll this last clip. Uh, and, yeah, adios. Goodbye, I think. Oh, yeah, this one right here. <laughs> Wait, 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 Okay, so, so real quick, what you guys just saw is a piece of my culture. That was likely... I know, I thought so. That's some Caribbean shit right there, like, like... If you guys Google dance hall and soca parties, you'll see motherfuckers doing the most right. insane dance moves with dance each other on shit like that. Hey, bro, um, so see, I nailed it, right? Bro, you'll see people jumping off like fucking speakers into some pussy. Like, it's incredible. Like, <laughs> so, dude, I think I fucking nailed this one. Yeah, you did. Wow, I'm proud of myself. I was not expecting that, but cool. All right, guys. That's see you awesome. later. Bye. Bye. Thank Adios. you so much. Yeah. <laughs>